there's sales and marketing, right? Mm -hmm. You have to master both. You mm -hmm. got to get leads in the door and then you have to master how to close them. Absolutely. So we've learned how many leads we need to get in the door, right? Well, actually, before we get to sales, what is a cold call lead exactly? Someone who is interested in a cash offer. Okay. Does that make sense? So no matter what, if they say, yeah, send me a cash offer, that's a lead. Say, you know, I am interested in hearing a cash offer from your company. Got it. That's a lead because guess what? I mean, if you're a good salesperson mm -hmm. and now you have an interested prospect, it's your job as a good salesperson to convert that that lead that into homeowner. a sale. Yeah. A lot of people think that like real estate wholesaling and fix and flipping acquisitions is like a laydown. No. No. That rarely happens. That like one out of every hundred leads will be like, yeah, I'll take whatever you ask, whatever you want. Yeah. Rarely. That's that's what I call home run. Yeah. Right? No, every single time, like he's gonna tell you he wants this, and then you're gonna tell him, you're gonna give him what's called an anchor an anchor, right? Yeah. You're gonna anchor him at this, and then you guys are gonna meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That's real sales conversion. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. So again, all the sales rep needs or the acquisition reps need is someone who's interested in hearing a cash offer from you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we know what a sale, uh, what a lead is now. So talk to me about sales. So you get this lead. They say, Hey, I want a cash offer. What do you say? So the prospect tells the cold caller, uh -huh. Yes, I'm interested in hearing a cash offer. Yes. Okay, great. Well, my acquisition manager will be reaching out to you. What's a good time for us to set up that appointment? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now the acquisition rep. Hey, I know that you were talking to Brian. You know mm -hmm. one one of our um you know one of our agents here, and you know I just want to make sure that we have all the right information. Blah 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 blah. Now it's the again the cold caller is not going to build rapport. Yeah. He's not going to ask the tough questions. He's just going to follow a script. Yeah. Now the acquisition rep has to come in and has to put all those sales skills to, to the test, mm -hmm. right? I gotta I gotta build rapport. I gotta negotiate. I gotta price anchor him. Yeah. Right. I gotta I gotta sell him on logic. I gotta sell him on emotion. Yeah. Right. Whatever it takes. Like now the sales rep gets to be the sales rep. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But when the sales rep is going through their script and they're saying, Hey, hey Carlos, how much do you want for your house? Two hundred K. Okay. Got it. Why do you want to sell? just because you're your tenant. Okay. How does someone get them to come down in price? There's a lot of different, um, there's a lot of different, um, sales skills that you can use, right? You can use, you can use, Hey, you know what? I want to give you what you're looking for. Unfortunately, right. Uh -huh. We have a couple houses in the area and this is what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. Right. The market isn't where it once was. It's now a, a it's it's now a buyer's market. It used to be a seller's market. If we were having this conversation a year ago, I could have probably gave you 20 to 30 percent more on your property mm -hmm. right now. Not only are we down 20 to 25 percent versus last year, but we're not at the bottom. So the longer that you wait on this sale, mm -hmm. the less you're going to get for your property. You see how now you got to come in with that. Right. Hey, I would love to give you what you're looking for. But unfortunately, the data is not on our side. Like I'm on your side. Yeah. But the data is not saying that I can give you this property. And this is why A, B, C. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's so many different things that a sales rep can come in with. But more importantly, what it comes down to is, you know, Real estate is like the vehicle that we're transacting, right? Mm -hmm. Right? But the fact of the matter is, it's always going to come down to the person. Mm -hmm. Does the seller trust you? Yeah. Does the seller like you? 
You get what I'm saying? Mm. Are you solving a problem? Yeah. You see, it always comes down to that. It always has been and always will be a people's business. Yeah. That's it. We can sit here and, oh, you want that? Well, I'll give you this. But eventually, if this person likes you and trusts you over the next person, they're going to want to do business with you. Got it. Okay. So how does a person build rapport with a seller to get them to find like common ground them. okay find common ground mm-hmm. right and it, it, it takes you you have to be a it's almost like you have to be a people person most salespeople have mm. to be able to be a people person right like relate to them in some way oh you have you have a daughter i have a daughter mm. right oh you like football i like football right mm. okay hey i again you have to be able to bring the walls. Like every seller starts like this. Like, hey, yeah. I don't want like people don't want to be like people don't want to be sold. They want to buy. Yeah. Right. So they have these walls, mm-hmm. and your job is to slowly bring them down, right? Yeah. To bring them to a point of vulnerability where they'll share. Like you and I both know mm-hmm. that every single real estate transaction has a root cause mm-hmm. behind it. Yes. Whether it's a divorce, whether it's a shortage of money, yeah. whether it's a tax issue, mm-hmm. whether it's a relocation issue, mm-hmm. whether it's inher- inherited property, a probate, whatever, right? Yeah. Well, you can't get to that root cause, right? Unless they trust you. Mm-hmm. You got to find common ground. Once you if once you find common ground and you can build rapport off that off all the different commonalities, then you can begin to ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Once you begin to ask the tough questions, then you can actually provide real solutions. Got if it. you can provide real solutions, then they're going to trust you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And then I know a lot of salespeople struggle with building urgency. So they'll give a seller an offer and say, hey, Carlos, I'll give you 200 k for your house. Mm-hmm. Seller says, you know what, Carlos? Thank you. I will call you back next week. That's not going to work, right? So, <laughs> well, one thing that people have to realize is time kills all deals. Uh huh. By the time that that seller is going to call you back, more than likely 50 or not 50, but like five to 10 other companies reached out. Yeah. Right. Five to 10 other companies gave, gave him or her a higher offer. Okay. They're shopping around, right? That's the thing. The moment that you give, an offer, uh-huh. a specified offer, you have lost all leverage in the deal. Okay. You want to give an offer range. Okay. They can't shop an offer range. Yeah. But they can shop an offer. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be careful with that. And if you want to actually like insert urgency, you know, hey, you know, hey, Brian, uh, I appreciate that. And I'm not here to push you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just here to help you. Um, and and I know next week sounds like it's something that maybe you you want to call me next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you what do you what do you need between now and next week in order for us for for you to feel comfortable enough to move forward today? Uh, I just got to talk to the talk wife, to my wife. Yeah, great. What time does she get home? You see, you, yeah, you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like you have to be able to overcome these objections. Yeah, I call it like objection, um, objection annihilation. Something I learned from Sean Terry, right? Yeah, way back in the day, because the only reason why they don't want to move forward with you today is mm-hmm. because they don't trust you, uh-huh. or they don't like they don't like you, yeah. or they don't like the price. Okay, so you have to be able before you hang up the phone, you have to be able to determine what is stopping this from moving forward, right? Yeah. So if someone says something like, "Yeah, you know," uh, 
follow up with me next week. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going to change between now and next week? I just got to think about it. Right. Well, okay. What do you want? What do you got to think about? Do you got to think about the price or what, you know, what is there to think about? Well, right? the price, I got to think about the price. Okay, great. Well, listen, you know, um, I, I, I shared with you, you know, the absolute best that we can do today, but okay. I know you got to think about the price because clearly the price that I'm presenting to you that works for us doesn't work for you. Mm. Where do I need to be at in order for you to move forward today? What's the absolute best that you can do in order for us to move forward today? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got it like this. These are the things that you got to say. You can't let them off the phone, man. Yeah. You know, and you see, I don't sound pushy. No, no. But you're calling it out. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? people are scared. Yeah, people a get lot scared. of people, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, acquisition reps, they're not willing to do those things. No, brother. When I tell you that I, you know, praise God, I think that out of those twelve hundred or fifteen hundred plus transactions, mm-hmm. I did. I was like the sales guy for like the first three to four years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. was, I was the sales. I was closing virtually in Vegas from phoenix yeah you know what i mean 